there, welcome. You're listening to Wholehearted, a soul sister conversation. You are here with healer and intuitive Donna Lee Winan, life coach Prue Sulisich, and myself, women's empowerment artist Tanya Marie Reeves. Together we are navigating life on purpose, pushing boundaries, imperfectly and unstoppable. We are here to inspire and encourage you to live fully into your own life, to be the compassionate observer of your own thoughts and feelings, and to make a conscious choice to change what is in your power to change. We are so happy to have you here. Hey, we're here. Yes. Okay, great. It worked. Okay, here we are again, live. Yes. Okay. And Oh, my okay, here we are on. again. <laughs> okay. Yeah, good. Good. No feedback. No. Oh, nothing else. Great. <laughs> Great. There's all these different things we've got to remember from yeah. the old days. Yeah. <laughs> from the good old days. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, gee. Yeah. Hi, everyone. Hello, everyone. Yeah, we've got four watching, so I don't know if that includes us three. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. I think so. Yeah, that's good. Yes, we're back live. And we're going to talk more into that today, aren't we? And Julie Humphreys. Woo-hoo. Oh, hey, Julie. Geez, I loved that conversation with Julie. It was good. Yeah. Actually, speaking of Julie, she... Um, might as well we're just talking about anything today yeah um she was at I don't know one of her local markets and a couple of people came up and commented on her um on the podcast Mm -hmm. and she said she didn't even know that they um knew her or anything so wasn't friends on or I don't know not friends on Facebook but she wanted to ask whether we could tell her the behind the scenes insights around it so mm-hmm. she's had quite a bit of good feedback and through the rural woman too yeah good yeah her episode has been getting some downloads I think which is awesome I will have to go and check the the stats of it though yeah yeah, yeah she yeah. said there was a listener from the UK perfect yeah mm-hmm. fun okay. Yeah, it's good. It's good connecting with people because it does. It just expands the reach and people that you, you know, that's in, that's exactly how I meet everybody is by listening to a podcast that I really like and they have a guest on and they speak and they resonate with you and you're like, hold on, I need to follow them, I need yep. to take them out, and then you start listening to them and then it just sort of like snowballs from there. I love that. That's literally yeah, I how I, yeah, all the best people in my life you know, mentors from a distance. That's yeah. how I have found them every yeah. single time on a podcast. Probably this podcast list like this long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, love a good podcast. So for everybody that's listening to this via the podcast, you will, you'll recognise that it's unedited. Like we've gone back to this unedited version. It's just taking the live straight from our Facebook stream and putting it into the podcast app so you might you know there might be some more delays there might be some more stumbles because I don't edit them out (laughs) and that's what we want that's what we've decided to move forward with and we would still love your feedback though to see you know what you think and maybe it resonates even more that we're not edited possibly yeah Mm. well we didn't want to lose the podcast so 
that was um, part of our restructuring and keeping it simple. And so this is what we're going to be doing for now. Yeah, for now. And I know it will change later on. <laughs> until yeah. until it's different. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, let's so we're yeah, talking into that, talking into why we made the change to go back live, you know, for like I'll just bring what I was feeling from, you know, the editing of the podcasts and stuff. It's just added added an extra few layers to the week for me. Um, and, yeah, it's just it's like that, you know, trying to balance everything out. And so, you know, when I presented that to you girls, you know, I, I started with it from a place of frustration and Donna Lee picked up the vibe straight away. She's like, I think we're going to call it quits. <laughs> well, that's the vibe I got from both Yeah, it wasn't like it wasn't yeah. the... Like it wasn't like a decision in my brain, but I could feel myself like getting a bit frustrated with the extra amount of time that I needed to do the work with it, if that makes any sense. And yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, so when we when we brought it up, yeah, it feels a little bit uncomfortable, doesn't it? Like the first time we brought it up, it was really a bit like, oh shit, that was that was sucky, and we all left that conversation sort of just like marinating in what was going on, and then we met again. And this, and this is why I love the work that we do with each other and we all work on ourselves. We showed up at that conversation fully open, not being offended by anything, just listening and hearing and then problem solving yeah. to make it work, which, God, that was fucking incredible. Yeah. I loved that. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, I think the marinating that you're talking about I think for for us, we've over the what is it, eighteen months now? Is it eighteen months or seventy something episodes or something? Yeah. Um, is that, and we've we've had our ups and downs, but the marinating is a really important time because I know for me, when I sensed that the first time you said something, and then Tanya wrote something in our private box, and I and I went away and I thought, shit, okay, this looks like this is going to come to an end. And then I remember saying to me, well, fuck, I'm going to fight for this because I don't want this to end, you yeah. know. Yeah. So it was good when we did come back, you know, and we and we did share and were open about bits and pieces. Yeah, it made lots of sense and we were able to problem solve. Yeah, mm. and that's what it all is. But can you imagine how many people just call quits on stuff because they don't have the ability to hold that tension and problem solve through it? Yeah, you know, so much stuff. The yeah. conversation is the hard part, I think. That, like, um, it's when you're on your own, you've you've got that with yourself. But when you're in a group, and you need to have a confrontation of some kind, yeah, that adds a whole new level. It does, which is why people don't do it a lot of the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, it's well, it's it's not comfortable, and oh, no. it's. I was talking to Tanya today when we were out in the park, going, you know, confrontation. I still am not good at it, and you still have all those insecurities, and you still want to please people, and you know, and you don't want to you don't want to voice your opinion because you're scared that you know it, it won't be met or that whatever. It's just so much crap. Mm-hmm. So. You know, and it's, you know, it'll probably be still hard as we move forward, but at least we can do it. 
Yeah, at least we know we can show up and have a conversation about it. Yeah. Yeah, openly. Yeah. Mm. Because yeah. we don't just jump on. We don't just jump on for an hour and that's that's yeah. it. So, yeah, we've got, you know, all, all the, the researching of our topics, trying to get guests, going backwards and forwards with mm-hmm. guests and, and following up on them and, and yeah. getting information from them and editing podcasts and doing all the marketing and the mm-hmm. posts that we do. And yeah. so it, it does take up a bit of our time. And my my intention was never to never to um, end, but just to simplify it for us, so mm-hmm. we can get some of that that time back. Because we're also all have all running our own businesses, and mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. Which, which is also very time consuming, as we all know. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It is. And, you know, like it's interesting listening to other podcasts and, you know, for example, Glennon Doyle and We Can Do Hard Thing podcast. We all listen to that. I'm not sure if our audience does. If you don't, check it out. It's amazing. And, like, you, you'll hear them say on that podcast numerous times how consuming that podcast is and how much work it takes and they get paid for that podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Their podcast is that they like show up and are getting paid to do the podcast. And that'd be wonderful. And, you know, we're here just showing up to be like to give, to give value for everybody else. And yeah. And, and yeah, it still takes the same amount of time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They have a, they have a team behind them as well. They have a team. Yeah. So, yeah, I, do, I know the amount of time that it takes even just to be to produce my own podcast. You know, the for me, the recording and the yeah, the recording's the quickest part, and the editing's maybe the the next thing that takes time. But it's the planning that takes the most time. I sit on ideas for weeks. I'm writing notes for weeks. I'm like my brain is consumed about you know by what's what I'm going to say, how I'm going to say it, what can I present, um, and then I have a bit of a backwards way of doing stuff. But I've just figured out it works for me. I actually literally have to write it out by hand, and then I once I've written it out, I feel like I've got it in my system and I can say it and I don't read it but I just have to write it out first (laughs) I wish I didn't have to do that but it seems to be the way that allows it to absorb into my brain so that's a time-consuming process like when you're writing out a speech for 45 minutes you know that's a that's a lot of words yeah, and your goal is to do 52 weeks straight. So to yeah. show up, this is a form of training and yeah. we, we all know that some days we don't want to go to training. So it is massive and you've got a family. Yeah. And by no means, audience, are we whinging or anything no. like that where we just wanted to be able to share with you and this is just, it's life related as well. And it's something that we love and we love our community. We have a great community. We have a lot of people that interact in the community. So you were also a big part of our decision not to pull the plug. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so because of your interaction and your support and like we're growing a family of people, um, you know, there's top contributors all the time. So, you know, I'm sure we mean something to you as well. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and that was the top of mind, wasn't it? It was our community that was top of mind when we were yeah. making this decision. It's like, okay, great, we want to we want to do it. How can we simplify it for us to make it happen so it doesn't just we all don't just burn out? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah. and that's, that's it in life as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We can yeah. relate this to anything. Um, yeah. yeah, but making the changes to to keep doing something, to be able to keep doing something you love that may maybe you're not finding yourself not loving so much anymore, but mm. maybe tweaking it instead of um, throwing it out the window. Yeah, can be a way to go. Absolutely. So yeah, so I'm glad we're still here doing it the new way. And for those that are live, like we've gone a bit earlier today because we had to be flexible. And generally, though, we're going to be going live at 7 o'clock Central Standard Time, Central Standard Daylight Saving Time, and which means 6.30 Eastern Standard Time. No. Yeah. No, 7.30 Daylight Saving Time, though. Oh, my God. Daylight Saving. I wish Queensland would, ca- like, catch up and have Daylight Saving so we don't have to stuff around like this. Anyway, here we are. <laughs> with all the different times but yeah so yeah we will it will be normally a later live but we have to be flexible that's what we have to do yeah the girls have been flexible for me because I've got an important meeting on so yeah and that's that's what we have to do for each other yeah it's great I actually quite like the early time (laughs) just throwing it out there yeah yeah, keep watch on that Yeah. Well, we'll see see what the audience says too. Yeah. 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 It's 5.30 here. Hmm. Interesting. We'll see. Yeah, so if you've got any ideas of what time is best for you, please drop them in to the comments and see. Yeah, because we are, we always think about you, so it'd be interesting to know what you actually want. Yeah, especially for the lives because this will still go through as a podcast. So I think, you know, in relation to what we're talking about, now is is actually a great topic it it extends on week three tanya was in melbourne and it was all about change i still remember her sitting in the motel room and so change is a constant of life and what's lovely about what we've been doing you know you think back through when we started in may of last year yep that's Mm -hmm. May last year and, you know, we started off just being us and then, um, you know, someone, I don't know, whether someone mentioned special guests or whatever or to how we were going to up the ante. So we were doing that and then we've changed format. We Like we've just continually evolved. It's been an interesting journey. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah, like Tanya said before, that is just life. You yeah. Know, yeah there's, it's not a linear path to anywhere. Yeah. Mm. And, and acceptance of that. keep it as consistent as possible, but sometimes we just you're just gonna have to yeah go with it. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so I'm I'm dying to know what did you two do this afternoon that I missed out on? <laughs> <laughs> you did, got some bit, I know that. So you're out <laughs> in the park I picked up. The park, yeah. yes. Mm. I haven't got any other clues though. What were you doing? Ah, well, it was Don. It was Donnelly's 60th birthday, as everybody knows. Oh, yes. But Donnelly was away. Uh, she was in Adelaide, so I didn't get to celebrate with her. 
And when she come back, I was working for six days straight. So, mm-hmm. so today was Donnelly's um, birthday party day. Oh, and I was so excited day. because I've had this plan for so long. Yep. yep. I, I'm just going to let you talk for a sec while I go and grab something. Okay. <laughs> what did you do? What did and you this do? And this was based on our, on our, uh, you know, remember early in the year we were supposed to be making time to have fun? <laughs> yes, I do. Yes. You've sort of scattered it in there throughout the year. It so that's when, that's actually when this idea arrived for me and then I was like, oh, this would be wonderful for Donnelly's birthday. Okay. <laughs> so I, took, I went and picked her up. We went to the park and she opened her present. Do you have it there? Oh, Yeah. <laughs> so that we didn't Thank hurt you. us at yeah, all. Yeah, you didn't stack it and break your wrist or something. Yes. <laughs> so have you been roller skating but, today? Yeah, we went roller yeah. skating today. That's amazing. How'd well, you go? I've got wins. Oh. Donnelly didn't let go of the fence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'd be me, Donnelly. That'd be me. Crawled. She literally put her skates on, tried to stand up and decided to crawl to the fence. <laughs> and you know funny is that she didn't get to see me do it oh really (laughs) I missed it I missed the crawling and um (laughs) oh my god it was it was so funny yeah that's fun that's fun and I stacked it I had a couple of really good stacks but I must say I was skating yeah you were just like going for it she did it she's you know I'm just gonna go she's 11 years younger <laughs> yeah, that's it. You can use that now. <laughs> but we got a plan though. We've got a plan. We've got now proof videos of terribleness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the aim is, is we've got this vision, you know, like in California, going down the beach on the footpath and you're just skating away. Yes. Oh, I can see it. Bathers. Yeah, Venice Beach, eat your heart out. Yep. <laughs> Straight out of the Barbie movie. We are going to rock the roller skates. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I know. I know. One listener will be very happy to hear this. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Fiona will be. She will be. Yeah, she's a roller skating queen. So there we go. Mm, oh, that's fun. I know. I've been. We are going to be roller skating queens too. Yeah. Cool. Roller skating disco is happening. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> we should show up to the roller disco on Friday and like yeah. take out not, all the kids. We're not until where I can move. Yeah, <laughs> you can go. Oh, jeez. Yeah, that's hilarious. Oh. Well, well, so well we done. Went to the that's park good. And we roller skated, and we had a picnic lunch with sparkling yeah. water in our wine glasses. Oh, nice. Yeah, lovely. And ice cubes. Beautiful. Yeah. And then we went and had ice cream, so it was a very good day and I hope Donnelly enjoyed her. Oh, I did. It was great. Fun. Yeah. Birthday bash. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's different to most 60th birthdays that I've been to. Sorry? <laughs> bit, bit different to most 60th birthdays that I've been to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's mm. no. It's got, It's not about that. It's certainly about no. that. Bugger that. Bugger that. <laughs> 
Yeah. And then we got we got sprung by um Brenton from the gym because he goes, Is oh. it Tanya? <laughs> yeah, and I'm just I'm just holding on to the fence. <laughs> and I just worked out, don't he- don't hesitate, just keep on rolling until you hit the grass. Once you get to the grass, you're <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I could I could actually roller skate on the grass, but yeah. going to the pavement oh yeah I was I have to say that I was thinking about my hands and body and that I'm a body worker so mm-hmm. mine's going to be around safety for a little while yeah we had um a friend of mine up here Amber she was co-owners of this roller bay little caravan that they tug around and then they set up in community areas and they hire out the roller skates and you go skating and so they had one here at uh, Southport and so I took Eloise and Stella down to roller skate and I was too chicken to do it because I'm so nervous about falling on my ass and just hurting myself and I'm like I don't think my back would be loving me if I did that and because I'm thinking that that's exactly what would happen if I was not thinking that most probably wouldn't happen but because I was a bit nervous about it I was like no you girls go and you know go skate and yeah Stella stacked it a few times Eloise stacked it a few times but they had such a fun time there's a really great spot down in Southport that's in this big park and it's got lots of space where you can roller skate and roller blade and stuff so when you come up you know we'll uh, go skating one day this is what we need. Like we've been, we only went to the Sturt Park, and the Sturt Park is pay, it's paved. paved. It's, yeah, it's rocky. It's it's downhill and uphill. Like we yeah. really need to find somewhere where there's a you know it's a bit flatter surface and um, cement. So if anyone in Broken Hill has any ideas on where we can actually go and skate mm-hmm. <laughs> without yeah. rolling over twigs and. <laughs> My, that path around my house, Tanya, is perfect. That beautiful paved, not paved yes. concreted path. Yes. But like the four kilometre track around there. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. I see people, I see kids and adults skating all the time down the park. Yeah. yeah. Mm, it's good fun. Yeah, good. That was such a good idea. I love that. It was it was great. Fun. Invigorating. It's sort of got to make dates. Yeah. Girl dates to do it. Yeah. Regular yeah. dates. So we can be roller derby rock stars. Yes. I'm so happy because uh, I remember going to see the roller derby. They had a roller derby um, event here once. Um, I think it was Mildura against Broken Hill. And, yeah. and I made up my roller derby name, which is the Tanyanator. The Tanyanator. <laughs> I am so excited. We've got to get you a T-shirt. Yeah. Well, I might be the dominator. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's good. Yeah. That is good. So we've got Tanyanator and Dominator. Whoa, watch the girls come along. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, God. Yeah, that's hilarious. Fun. Ah, oh, so so talking about your 60th birthday, since that happened, since we've, you know, been off air, how does it feel? What's, what's going through your brain? Oh, what's going through my brain is that I've got these cards with a six and an O on them and I look mm. at them and I go, 
<laughs> me it doesn't relate oh yeah interesting yeah it really doesn't like even me I'm like what no, no way no nah, it's, it's what does that tell us about that though like we've all got ageism <laughs> tendencies yeah. obviously yeah it's I don't know it's I guess it's, you know, when I look back to 50 and that's like 10 years ago since I left my relationship yeah. and that and where I was when I was 50 and where I am now is no comparison. Yeah. And, you know, we were having this philosophical conversation on the picnic rug, you know, <laughs> about death and dying. Yeah. And because um, I've had quite a few friends pass suddenly lately mm-hmm. and, yeah, kind of, you know, when you think, well, I think, oh, well, I, I've got, I hope that I've got at least another 40 to 50 years. That's my aim anyway. Mm-hmm. We were, you know, talking about the things we've got to do now to be able to get to the seven zero. God, Jesus even gives me shudders thinking about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and what you do, you know, it's, I don't know that it's, I'm not, I never really relate to my number. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just it's just weird seeing it. Like even Tanya mm-hmm. bought me a, a balloon, and you know, and it's just they're floating around there, going. And we're both looking at it going. I don't know. Yeah, that, let's pop that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's I don't know. It's just mm. I, even being away because um, Raya and I went away, and she turns thirty next year, so mm-hmm. it's like half my age. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just a weird. It's not weird. It's just something I don't really think about. But then I, you know, think about lots of other people. Um, who knows when we're going to fall off the perch? Mm-hmm. You know, these the and what I do notice is that as I get wider, that there are more people around me that I know that are going to leave the planet. And um, so we were talking about this today, like how we. I don't. Even, I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, no. But just hoping that, you know, when you do get to that time that you can be on your deathbed and say, well, shit, I've had a fantastic life, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's all I want. Yeah, I don't want to lay there going, damn it, mm. I did that. Why yeah. didn't I do that? Yeah, yeah. So that's why we've just got to just the doing is important, like. Yeah, all this emotional baggage that we carry with us that stop us from doing all the stuff. It's like, what does it matter? <laughs> yeah. Matter. yeah. I think more of that, I think more of that comes in. And because we all do so much um, self-awareness work, there's, I don't know, your your world's wider and um, mm. and like knowing that we can change our thoughts and, you know, we we're all talking about this today about how far we've come, you know, with all the tools that we have and realizing that you can, you still have the thoughts, you still have the emotions, but how you can recognize that and interrupt it. And it's sometimes it's, we were saying, um, you know, sometimes it's, I get sick of doing the self work, you know, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's just like, I want to be, I want to be cranky or I want to be whatever it is. But also in that, you notice that, well, that's okay and that will shift as well, but you've got the tools to make the choices to change. And, you know, my most recent thing is that I create my own suffering. So I look, I really look at that now and go, 
Freak that. Yeah. I'm suffering. That. Yeah. If I'm suffering, I'm going, well, no, if I'm that I'm creating this, or if I'm sitting around in something too long, mm-hmm. knowing that you can embrace that emotion, feel it, deal with it, move on, change it, mm-hmm. choose to change. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> and that, yeah. you know, that's great because we have we have each other, but we also have our community and we're living this. We're practicing it. We're present with it. And and we're being human. Yeah. Don't want to miss some of that stuff. No. Ooh. No. I've been thinking about, I don't know why this has come up recently. Maybe there's just been a few conversations or whatever. And um, I had this like feeling of like, oh, geez, like that's time's running out because I know that as a parent, like as a mother, I have my children in my care for 18 Christmases, 18 birthdays, 18 summer holidays, you know, all that type of stuff. And I'm like, shit, I'm almost at the end of that. You know, yeah. like, Stella, like, you know, Stella's gone. Um, of course they're still in our lives, but the amount of time that we spend with these humans when they get older is less generally. Yeah, Yeah, it declines, but when they're, you know, Oscar and Eloise are still living in the house, I get to interact with them every day in the just the everyday stuff, like, yeah, the passing by and that just will go. And so Stella, I think it was Stella was talking about wanting to do some skiing and stuff, and she's like, why didn't we do that more as a kid? And I was like, I had that moment of like, yeah, damn it, why didn't we do more like holidays and stuff when we were when we had the kids, but obviously there's all barriers to that type of stuff when, you know, when you're in it, but looking back on it. And the point is that I can look at that now and be going, oh, I can recognize that's what, that's something that possibly I could regret. So how can I change and show up now, like right now? And so it just makes me change in this moment and appreciate and be grateful for the moments that I have with the kids. And maybe I need to book another holiday. You know, yes. <laughs> take the time to spend with them intently, um, knowing, you know, Oscar's 16 and Eloise is 13, not many years left that they'll want to be around mum and then they'll have their own lives. Yeah. And I think too, you know, you can be looking at, because uh, I look at, I've got a few big families that I treat and, you know, their connectivity like making those purposeful times like, you know, this family does this Christmas and then the odd Christmas, the odd year, it's the other, the, the kids go to whoever. Mm-hmm. So I think it's also around how you hold space around that and how you value that. Yes. Yeah. So it's just been, it has been front of mind the last couple of weeks for me. Yeah. It's huge because yeah. it's, a, and I'm not saying that dads don't feel it either, but oh, no, they feel it. Yes, they feel it. But I yeah. know as a mother, those stages that we make in untying our apron strings to give them mm-hmm. a bit more space. Yeah. But you know, I look at Tanya, the relationship she has with her two children, and yeah. this was part of our conversation today. You know that we've done a really good job as you know single parents to do what we have, and we were talking about. Um, our upbringing and our parents' influences upon us and how we've consciously, unconsciously, you know, 
altered that and where she is with her kids and where Mm -hmm. I am with my kids Mm -hmm. in the people that they are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think you're, I think you do that. I think you've done that too. Yeah. Well, you know, I I know I'm married to Joel, but Stella, you know, we were, it was just Stella and I for a while. Mm -hmm. Um, And even though I, I'm remarried, there's still like, there's that distance, you know, between, it's just not the same as being with their dad, being married to their dad. There's different. So I think you create that different connection as well with your kids and yeah, I still feel like it's still just Stella and I in one part of my life, you know, it's just this little pod. Yeah, it's good. But, yeah, we have, we've, I think we've done incredible because, yeah, we've decided to not follow maybe the path of our parents or the way they parented or whatever. I was literally having this conversation with my cousin and in up in Sunshine Coast and she was saying because she's in her She's 10 years younger than me. She's about to have a set of twins. She's got two children already, three and 18 months, and she's about to have a set of twins. And she just, you know, we're just reflecting on life. I know, unexpected, mind you. This is crazy. Two sets of twins. No, she hasn't got two sets of twins. She's got two kids and then a set of twins. Oh, my God. Natural twins, like, came as a surprise after two IVF babies when the doctors were always like, you'll never fall pregnant. And then that happens ta-da, a lot. twins. <laughs> yeah, so that was funny. But she was talking like um how she's just started to recognize that she doesn't have to be and follow the rules that her parents enforced on her in her own children. She's like, I'm literally just getting that now. I'm like, yeah, no, it's it takes sometimes 36, 40 years to figure it out, but at least you figure it out. Some people never figure it out. Um, and so she's like, it's not not saying that it's bad or whatever. She's like, it's just not for me. And I'm choosing something different. It's like, great, perfect. Yeah. So, yeah. And, e- and even we we're talking about in that conversation about um, adulting and because she comes out, and she wants to put some washing on. And she says to her husband, did you put all your washing in the washing basket? And he's like, yes, I did. And he was really proud of himself. And Emma's like, me too. And I'm like, what's that about? She's like, oh, well, she said, up until this very week, we've always just plonked our dirty washing next to the basket or on the floor of the bathroom and the washing basket's been over there, but we don't put it in. She's like, we obviously haven't been able to adult properly up until this very moment. So we're just practicing being good adults. I'm like, yeah, again, it takes like 20 years, this sort of stuff to sink in. (laughs) It doesn't just happen. You've got to consciously make an effort to be like, ah, I'm, I'm the adult in this household now. I've got like kids and family and I'm going to be teaching my kids that, oh, let's put the dirty washing in the washing basket and I'm not doing that. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just funny. So, yeah, anyway, bit of a random topic, but just, yeah, just, just leaning into choosing something and being okay that it takes half our life to figure it out. Yeah, if, yeah. We, if we do it all. <laughs> If we do it all, yeah, exactly, yeah. So, just hmm. to keep moving it around and doing hmm. what you can in the meantime. Yeah, and you know what? You know, this sort of ties in. I love tying stories in together. It ties in like we shifted things around for our podcast to make it work. We made it easier, 
And in that scenario of the washing basket, they were like, let's just move the washing basket from the the cupboard, the walk-in wardrobe to the bathroom. And they're like, great, problem solved. And so being able to identify and troubleshoot is so important. Like if you're really rigid in things, nothing. Yeah, but that's saved a shit ton of nagging. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so it's just being like recognising like, oh, maybe we could do this different. Yeah. Yeah, because how many people don't do that either? They're like, this is the way, the only way. Yeah, but we we have come from families like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, yes, we have. So there's a lot of rigidity that, especially for me, that I've had to unwrite. Mm. And I was very much like that I, myself. Mm. I still am to some degree, mm-hmm. uh, but definitely, definitely when I was younger and with young children, yeah. Still in that pattern, even though I I was changing things and I was doing things differently, there were still a lot of things that were very, very strict and regimented. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They worked for myself. Mm. This is funny. And this is just a simple little thing. Yet it was like a massive aha moment in my life when I was in my early 20s. Maybe I was like, I think I was pregnant with Stella. So yeah early to mid-20s, mid-20s. And I lived in a house out in Cornish Street in Broken Hill. We rented a house out there. I was pretty much by myself all the time because Ben worked out of town and I didn't see him much waiting for this baby to arrive. And I would just make my dinner as you do, you know, you still cook dinner for yourself. And I kept cooking peas. And I remember sitting down one night and I'm having my dinner and by myself cooking peas and I'm like, I hate peas. I've never liked peas. Neither. I used to, I used to like protest when mum put them on my plate. Yeah. There I was serving myself up peas because it's like, it was ingrained in my head that you had, you know, protein and mashed potato and peas and carrot. I totally, I totally (laughs) relate to that. And when I got the opportunity to not buy those little fuckers, and yeah. put them on my plate just because they go good with a pie and mashed potato. And then if you don't have mashed potato, you can't you can't disguise them to be able to swallow them to not yes. feel sick. Yeah, yeah. So from that day, I remember getting up, scraping them off my plate. I'm going, I'm not ever going to buy peas again. I'm not doing that to myself. I'm an adult. I can do whatever the hell I want. I'm about to have a baby. And I'm still like hearing my mother and my father in my head telling me how to eat in my own place when I'm all by myself. (laughs) So I remember that moment. I just remember that feeling like, ah, this shit's got to change. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, interesting. Letting go of stuff. Yeah. I've had lots of conversations today actually about letting go of stuff that's not serving you. Yeah. My food nightmare was um, silver beet. Oh, oh, I love silver beet. Even just the smell of oh. silver beet. I love yeah. peas. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Even just the smell of silver beet used to make me want to throw up and mum yeah. would make me sit there, sit there for hours. Yeah. Yeah, it was hours. Like, Oh, yeah, hours. Until you yeah. went to bed, you went sit at that, sat at that table until you had your dinner. Yeah. yeah. What, what a I shit mean, rule. Seriously, what psychology was that? No, just torture. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh man, I used to stick those peas. My children eat everything. No, me either. 
They didn't want to eat it. They didn't eat it. They didn't get anything else, but they didn't have to. Yes, my philosophy as well. I was like, look, this is what it is. If you don't eat it, there's nothing else. But, you know, yeah, never made them eat it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm the same with pea and ham soup. I can remember my dad making us like, you know, and you would, you know, how you just want to vomit back up and just would make you sit there and sit there and so I can't even, when I smell it, oh, my God. Yeah, anything made with ham bones I cannot, or bacon bones, I cannot eat. I'm like, no, 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 take that away. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, directly right back to childhood. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, mum was just telling me stories about food that she was always a bit sus on because my grandparents or great-grandparents were Italian and she said I'd go to their house and they'd serve stuff up. She said I was always like sus on what that food was and she said I was really a bit fussy and they would, you know, force me to eat it because, you know, what's wrong with you, you know, like just eat the food, it's good food, you know, you need to put some weight on. And so she would eat it just unwillingly though. She was like this is disgusting. And then she said one day they they asked her to go to the shop and buy some ingredients and she was went to Chanel's and she had to buy is it uh, what's the dried fish that they have oh anchovies no it's a big one but okay. uh i want to say baklava but that's that's a dessert but it sounds something like that um they dried this fish and you take it and it's big this big slab of fish and mum said so i went to Chanel's and yep there it is on the bottom shelf covered in dust and disgustingness and I had to buy it and they take it home and they soak it in milk and then they like bash it and mum's like I knew it was disgusting like I'm not eating that again and the other thing that she didn't that she figured out she was eating that she didn't like was the chicken giblets <laughs> oh, <laughs> so that's disgusting yeah no my mum used to eat pig's trotters you'll yeah yeah anyway Melissa's written it. Bacala? Bacala, that's it. Yes. It's vile. Husbands love it. Oh, (laughs) gross. Yeah, that's it. That's the one. Yeah. I've I've been around it, but I don't think I've eaten it. Mm. Mm. There's a few good comments in there, girls. This thing. Oh, good. I yeah. got distracted. I forgot there's comments. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I haven't. I'm loving it. I'm oh. just loving this. This is so good to be interacting. So oh, nice. um, Shane Hunter says, good to see you, beautiful, smiling, smiling girls. Woo-hoo. <laughs> um, Kat says, hi, all. Julie Humphreys, hello. Who else we got? Um, Julie says, adaptation can create new wins. Absolutely. Do you want to read some? Uh, I'm glad we're back. Yeah. Yeah, Kath, Kath's all over it. Look at her. Yeah, she's, yeah. she's loving it. She, like, she likes the immediate feedback, which is great. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Me too. I'll, I do like that. Yeah, me too. Um, it's great. Yeah. And Shane's, yeah, he's like too early for me because he doesn't knock off till six. And then yeah. I can do so seven does suit him better. Great. Thanks for letting us know. Done our, um, oh, when I done the poll. Um, yep. Most people were late evenings. Like, yeah, yeah, makes sense. It does make sense. Yeah, get through dinner time. Yeah, cool. um, it's good to see you on there, Cindy. I feel like I haven't seen you forever. Yeah, Kath loves sixty. Yes, I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> she hates peas too. 
Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Get on the P train. Yeah. I love peas. Well, look, actually, you know what? I've I've come to like them as I've gotten older, yeah. but I don't eat them often, very often at all. But I can I can handle them now. It's because you've got choice. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I do think your taste buds change a little bit too. Don't yeah, you? they do. And they well, say maybe, you've got to try, try things like six or seven well, times. Yeah. Yeah. Will, I know I'm willing to try more things than I. Oh yeah. Before. Yeah, me too. So I everyone, think that's, I think that's know if there are any topics that you would like us to cover, if there are, if you know of anybody. Um, you would like us to have on as a guest, even if you would like to come on as a guest yourself. Like, yeah, let us know. Yep. Yeah, that's it. We, yeah, we're seeking guests. So, mm. yeah, spread the word, spread the word. Yeah. So we had, we did have guests lined up people, but because we've made our changes, those um, the next three that we had lined up are unable to come in the evening. So, but that's okay. We haven't stressed about it. Yeah, we'll, um, we'll sort it out. Yeah. We'll, we don't have a guest. We'll make something else up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talking to something else. You know, I think we're pretty good at that. <laughs> Oh, even Steve Burke says, I tell everyone I'm allergic to peas. <laughs> yes. It's a good choice. Good choice when you oh, want to eat something. Yeah. Oh. Melissa, Melissa says Portuguese and loves all that stuff, pigs, trotters. And then Kat's got don't forget pressed tongue. Oh, <laughs> that's disgusting. Yeah. And I've eaten it thinking it was just corned beef. Yep, mum used to chop it up. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't know what it was. Yeah, that's what dad used to do too. And I was just like completely disgusted when I found out what it was and that I actually enjoyed it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's like, damn you, tongue. It's gross. (laughs) Yeah. I think too, a lot of that stuff's wartime food. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of, I know, lots of stories about wartime food. That's for sure. When I was younger. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have this issue at the moment. There's just an abundance of like of food and I know it costs a fortune, but we still have an abundance of food. There's never a time where we've got to compromise on what we don't like and eat it. You know? Well, I haven't had to anyway yet. <laughs> mm why the shortages in COVID was fucking ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. There's enough food for us all, even if, yeah. you know, the zombies come out. <laughs> yeah. Let's hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> oh, gosh. Ripley yeah, no I, waste. Ripley and I were very, very disappointed that, that the pandemic wasn't um, a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm, I'm very pleased that it wasn't. <laughs> Yeah, I'm with you, Prue. Yeah, I would not do well in this situation. No, no. <laughs> I've no. watched World War Z. I would be, I would be no good. <laughs> uh, I think I'd be one of those people that just like curl up in a ball and just die early because it's just easier. Just eat me now. <laughs> just eat me now. I'll be going through all the suffering and being eaten <laughs> later. Oh, I couldn't stand the adrenaline. Yeah, that's, isn't that interesting though? Like, 
the the survival mechanism of humans, mm-hmm. <clears throat> no matter what, if people if people actually realised our capacity to survive, our nervous system is doing doing that for us all the time. That is the first priority of our nervous system. So it's interesting when you look back over life or circumstance, if we start to realise that's the way we were designed, we could, you know, utilise that and learn to self-regulate a little bit more. But it's actually, you know, it's our natural instinct to survive. Yeah, want to survive. I know. So maybe I would turn into like a zombie killing machine. (laughs) Make Tanya happy. <laughs> I'd have to save her. I'd throw her over my shoulder and run mm. off with her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I just can't watch that stuff. <laughs> Not me either, really. I don't know why I've watched it, but I have. Yeah. What was the one with um, Will Smith? The end of the yeah. end, of, end of days or something. Yeah. yeah, that was like that was really realistically scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Walking mm. Dead is my favourite show in the entire world. <laughs> yeah, no, I haven't watched it. Haven't watched it. Maybe who knows? Who, who has? We'll just look on here. Oh, no. There's just people talking about we didn't waste stuff back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's it. We've lost them on the uh, the zombie box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, guys. <laughs> All good. All good. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, so yeah. and I are obsessed. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully out of this conversation, even though it's a bit wild and woolly, there is an undercurrent of change. And I think it just supports you, supports us that it's okay to change. It's okay to navigate change, it's okay to explore change, and it's okay, <clears throat> it's okay to resist change because even when you resist it, it's still going to change. Yeah. It's true. If it's going to change, it's going to change, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. We will We will have our more defined topics because we do have a little agenda yeah. that we follow. So know that that will, it's been nice having a break. It has. It feels like forever mm. and it's only two weeks, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It feels so, like so long. And I think and it was definitely needed, like just having that like breath and a bit of a breather and, it's nice to be out of routine sometimes, you know, because you're so rigid in the routine. It's good to have just a bit of a, yeah, a bit of a break and a bit of a breather to realign, I suppose. Yeah. It's, got, it's okay to not eat peas. <laughs> <laughs> She's still on the peas. Okay, Sydney. Cindy, it's okay. We will okay. let you not eat peas. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. I give you permission. <laughs> Everybody, Cindy's allergic to peas, so do not serve them up to her. <laughs> <laughs> little green monsters yeah that's so funny uh might be time for a reading yeah oh, gosh i've even forgotten about that stuff <laughs> uh, okay well, let's go let's just go with angel answers okay hmm <clears throat> just got to get comfortable Okay, people, what I'm sensing is that this is quite wide. So the wideness is that all of your perspectives are being considered. 
So whatever comes up for these cards, so whatever you're asking, if you have something you want to ask or something you want clarity on, <clears throat> know that your perspective has been considered. Wow, I haven't really felt that before, so hmm. let's go. All right, so tune in. Don't forget to breathe. What is it that you wish to know? Allow the energy to feel the flow. Allow you to trust in the know and allow that energy to be you, to be felt, to allow the flow. And as we breathe our breath and we breathe it through, <laughs> make sure you clear your throat so that you have clarity too. Oh, there it is. There's that one. Do we need any more? And that's upside down. It's interesting. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this one ooh, is let go. And I'll take a photo and put them in the group after. But, I mean, that's like, wow, you couldn't really ask for any better. Oh, no. Just we let go. We said that about five times yes. throughout the evening. Yeah. Yeah. Let go. Mm -hmm. All right. This one is upside down. And the card, and I'll show you in a sec, but I'm just looking at it while it's upside down because it says the situation will improve if you look from a different perspective. <laughs> so it is upside down. We've had this before. This yeah, card's been yeah. here before. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. But what I sense with this, just give me a sec, what I sense with this is there from the last time this card came up and it was during probably a live, the space that's available for you to be able to feel the different perspective. So remember I used to put my head between my legs to give you an idea of what that meant. What I'm, it's like, I don't know, they're just showing me it's like as big as the ocean. You've got, you, like there's support around how you utilise seeing things from a different way. So your energy, your energies have shifted huge. You're much more comfortable with being able to move and see things with a wider perspective, um, not even a wider perspective, it's more than that. And this is this is related to the energy light down, the, the energy light codes that have downloaded all year. It's been so big. So what spirits actually, it's just like they're holding um, this big, I'm trying to just get what they're talking about. It's like holding this big hug for humanity and Mother Earth and going, you know, you're doing okay. You're doing okay. I've got my hands here there below the camera. You're doing okay. So they're talking about letting go. The situation will improve when you look with your different perspective. You don't have to put your head between your legs anymore because you've actually moved the perspective to be able to see it in a different way clearly. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah, and and let yourself navigate. Let yourself just get, you just got to wait. It's like swimming in the ocean and going with the flow, but allowing your energy and your vibration to trust your no. Mm. Oh God, that resonates so much. Yeah. Yeah. Feels really good, people. Yeah. Feels really good. It feels like you got girls and guys have done a lot of work and there's been a lot of work done in the universe to support us. There's so much space. So let yourself be with the space, your space, Mm. your change in you. Let yourself feel the new way of breathing and feeling and trusting and knowing and, you know, it doesn't mean that everything's going to be perfect in flow, but what I see, they they keep showing me um, water currents and um, and how in the ocean you can have a different current at the top and a different current at the bottom, and but everything is doing its thing. So let go, let go, and allow flow. Let go, let go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Love it. Well, that's it. That was that was fun. That was fun. It was. It's different. It was just like a conversation, a bit of uh, catch-up, which has been nice because we haven't really spent much time, so it was good to just catch up and have a laugh. <laughs> and we will be on at 7. What is yeah. it? Australia Central Daylight Savings Time. <laughs> Perfect. Next week. Yeah, we'll be here and I'm going to get on and drop it straight into the the podcast so share it around and say that it's still on the podcast app if people want to listen that way and we appreciate you all that were here tonight it was fun it was fun to have so much engagement and yeah it was just joined in the conversation it was awesome and we'll just leave it there we'll wrap it up okay good night love you everyone see ya bye Thank you so much for being part of this Soul Sister conversation. It would mean the world to us if you like and share this podcast with your own Soul Sisters. Follow the show so you don't miss an episode. And if you are so inspired, leave a review. All suggestions and questions are welcome and you can drop them in the Facebook group. Thank you, beautiful souls.